Welcome and good evening, folks. Welcome to the Foundations Podcast tonight. Pastor, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing great, Steve. <laughs> have we got enough sleep this week? I don't, I don't know, know if we have or not. We got Somebody sleep, might get up at 3 o'clock every morning. Uh, but we're all right. We're all right, and we're coming to you here. We're bringing you the Foundations Podcast, and we hope that you've been with us. We hope that you have been following along with what we're going through these uh, last couple of weeks, and we're going to continue this week talking about the Holiness Code. The Holiness Code. We're talking and we're reading, Pastor, we're reading, what is it, Leviticus 18, 19, and 20. Yes. Okay. And uh, Leviticus 18, 19, and 20. And if you have your Bibles, open them up and follow along with us. Uh, we've gotten down in, chap in uh, chapter 18 to verse 21. And we're going to continue on. Now, we're bringing out things. Now, this is what God told the children of Israel. He said, I don't want you doing, you know, this is, I'm just going to real quickly summarize in about a minute. I don't want you doing the things that they were doing back in Egypt when y'all were there. And I don't want you doing the thing that, that the people in Canaan, where I'm sending you, are doing. And God, you see, God was very particular, Pastor, to tell them they're going to wipe them out. They're going to clean Canaan. Uh, when when he because when they come to, he he told them do not leave you know you're you're when they're killing them they're killing the the husband the wife the the kids the dog the the, the farm animals whatever they had plants in their I don't know if they were plants but anyway they were wiping them clean off the face of the earth now pastor let me ask you a question just really quickly why did God want utter destruction. Well, I, th I think there's there's two reasons for it, and uh, and once again, it goes back to that Genesis six uh, issue about they were Nephilim in those days and also afterwards. And we do know that the uh, spies, their numbers, encountered the Nephilim, yes. which was a total abomination to God. Uh, but uh, and when, it, when we're talking about Nephilim, we're talking about the fact that uh, the angels of God cohabitating with women, producing a hybrid race. Uh, that's why the violence on the earth was so bad yes. because of that. And however it happened after the flood, I don't know. Nobody does. But we do see them again. And, uh, and I believe that type of uh, violence, immorality, and things uh, was a problem. But also uh, another problem, there was uh, idol worship. Yes. Uh, there were all types of other sexual perversion. Mm -hmm. uh, some of those things we're reading right here in the Levitical Code. Uh, and, and, I, and, and God wanted his people to be separate. And we see that restated in the New Testament. Paul to the Corinthian uh, believers in, in the Second Corinthians 6 yeah. says, what do, I'll summarize it. What does a believer have to do? What does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? Yeah. And then he says, come out from among them and be separate. He yeah. says, Lord, don't touch what is unclean. What can he possibly be talking about unclean? He's talking about some of the things that, well, he's talking about the things that we're talking about. Yes, this is the other yeah, one. Don't, 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 don't touch what is unclean. I will yeah. receive you. I'll be a father to you. You'll yes. be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. Mm -hmm. And then the admonition is, having these promises, we are to cleanse ourselves. 
yes. from all filthiness of the flesh. What what, mm -hmm. what 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 filthiness of the flesh is Paul talking about? The stuff in this Levitical uh, holiness code. Yeah. Yeah, we, we cleanse ourselves all the filthiness of flesh, mm -hmm. uh, the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of the Lord. And so when we study the holiness code, there this is in a in a context of God is saying, Don't live like this. There's a way I want you to live. Yeah. These are things I want you to stay away from. And uh and, and so this reflects the holiness of God. That's why we call it the holiness code. And uh, and it has application, and, and, and let's let's put it in a in a way that people can understand. If God judged Gentile nations such as Egypt and the in the nations in Canaan, yes. and He judged them for these type of sins, yes. then they are applicable to the New Testament believer today. Yes, they are. All right, they're not just particular just to Israel. There are things in the law that are particular to Israel. Mm -hmm. We're not saying that there's not, but when we're talking about the morality issues yeah, and things, they're they're applicable to any generation, to yeah. any persons, anywhere. Yes, yes, yes. And um, okay, so we're going through these. We we have um, we've dealt with uh, a couple of things here last week, and I got I got us banned for an entire weekend on Facebook because I can't talk about incest. <laughs> Uh, anyway, because we did talk about incest last week, but uh, we got it back on so we could go moving. And look at that. It was like sixteen to 1,700 people watched this, that last week's podcast post. Now, that's God. God is, God is moving uh, as we do this. Okay, we're going to start uh, with verse 21. And uh, we dealt with the incest thing last week and not, uh, uh, you know, laying with your neighbor's wife to defile yourself and that type of thing. So now we're going to start off, Pastor, in verse 21. And let, let's go ahead and read 21, uh, just 21. We're going to have to take these one at a time as we walk down, then we'll take a section. Uh, so let's, let's read verse 21. Okay. Uh, you shall not give any of your offspring to offer them to Moloch. And by the way, that means to have them pass through the fire. Mm -hmm. uh, nor shall you uh, profane the name of, of your God. I am the Lord or I am Yahweh. Yes. And uh, we've mentioned this in times past, but let's kind of kind of bring it around. The nations before around them, they, they worshipped well, they worshipped Baal, uh, Baal, but also the god Moloch. Now, Moloch was a, what well, it was more of a metallic, from what from what our understanding in, in Old Testament history, this was a metallic god, you know, the whole thing. And what happened was this god had its arms out like this. What they would do is they would take this god or this image and they would put it in the fire. Now, if you remember when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were in the uh, fiery furnace, we always know that, and everybody loves that story. Now, during that time, they said that they heated the fire up seven times hotter than it was. When they heated, he, uh, heated I guess that's the right word, heated up, whatever, heated it up to that particular point of temperature. 
if you would drop somebody in that, they would disintegrate. I mean, literally, it would just disintegrate their body. And the thing is, what they were doing as a worship, when they were doing whatever their idolatry worship ceremonies or what have you, they would take the little babies or children, I think, I believe there was children as well. They would take them and lay them in the arms of that God or that idol. When it was heated up that hot, and those babies would instantaneously be disintegrated before them. Now this is, I've read this and I've studied this in, in Old Testament history for a time and I've known this. And the thing here is, God said, you will not let any of your descendants pass through the fire to Moloch. You shall not profane the, uh, profane the name of the Lord, I am the Lord. And the thing here is, is that this is a part of their worship. This is pagan rituals. This is pagan worship and idolatry that's going on all around them. God, and everything we can see within the word of God as well as Jesus, was on the side of children. Pastor, what do you think? Was God, did God, does, I think that there's enough in scripture to say that God, I mean, he, he, he likes children. He does, he, you know, the thing is, is that he would never, ever approve, no, anything, whether you're talking about this child sacrifice, because that's what we're talking about, um, or you're talking about even Herod going through and killing all the children, mm -hmm. you know, trying to get to the Christ child. Uh, we had, uh, 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 during the time of Moses, there killing a bunch of, throwing them into the uh, river. Yeah, and, and, and those, I mean, all these things. Anytime you see children in the Bible, whether you're talking about Jesus even defending them when the disciples said, send them away. Yes. And, uh, yeah, he, anything you do to harm a child, um, not only is it displeasing to God, but there is a judgment on it. Yeah. And, and there was a judgment on the, the, you know, the land of Egypt. There was a judgment on the land of Canaan because of these practices here. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and we'll see in a minute, it said it spewed them out. In other words, it vomited them out yes, of the land. Yes, yes. And, uh, and the warning, of course, if you do these things, it'll do the same. But, um, but you know, one of the things that we've been uh, looking at in regard to this, and this is not the only scripture, but this is a modern, I mean, this is a modern way of looking at this. Uh, I believe abortion mm -hmm. is, in, in one sense, uh, pagan or idolistic because that's what we're doing. We are making an idol out of what we want to do. Yeah. And so we, uh, we sit there and we abort a child and, uh, and also all the doctors and nurses and hospitals and the people that drive the lady up there mm -hmm. and the lady herself and all the people that help in that, they're all responsible for that. Yes. And I realize a lot of women have had abortions, and I'm not trying to make you feel bad about it, but I do call you to repentance if you haven't. Uh, because the truth of the matter is you murdered your child, and, and murder is wrong. The Bible is very clear, thou shalt not murder. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter whether the child is in the wound or outside the wound, it's sinful. And if you've asked God to forgive you, then you need to forgive yourself and God will help you. Yes. 
But the reason why we speak very clearly about this is because we don't want anyone to misunderstand what we're saying. Uh, what I find amazing is that God judged Israel and he judged Judah because they had the worship of Moloch. It just kept yes. popping kept up. popping up all the time. And interesting enough is the ultimate judgment was the Babylonians, mm -hmm. which you know also took over <laughs> uh, Syria or you know Persia and some of the not Persia, I mean Syria, I should say. And uh, and what was neat about Babylon is even though they were sinful, they were idolatrous. But the one thing they didn't do, they didn't sacrifice their kids to Moloch. No, they didn't. Isn't that amazing, right there? God took a sinful nation and judged Israel and Judah for that yes. very issue. And He got. And by the way, it never pops <coughs> up again in history after this. No, it doesn't, uh, Pastor. I'm going to read it. One of the terms that we are bringing up here that you see these things that are coming up is called an abomination. An yes. Abomination. Toy bomb. Toy bomb. And I want to read Proverbs six sixteen to nineteen just really quickly because we we a lot of us are familiar with this. It says these six things the Lord hates. Yes, seven are an abomination to Him. Now I want you to, to I'm going to go down a real quick list here. But number three is why I want you to draw attention. The first one is says a proud look, a lying tongue. Third, hands. Oh boy. That shed innocent blood. Yes. And uh, and I believe that is that you can uh, that's abortion. Yes. That's uh, people who kill children. Uh it, it's um, you know the doctor who will sit there with his hands to destroy or to murder a little child in in the womb. Is a man that has his hands are shedding innocent blood. Yes, he's he's committing uh, toy bomb behavior, yeah. and uh, and I don't know how you have to desensitize yourself. I am not a doctor. Uh, I cannot even imagine anything like that. I, yeah. I I really can't. I am so thankful that uh, that our Supreme Court has uh, uh, overturned Roe versus Wade yes. and left it to each individual state. Yeah. Uh, to uh, decide its own destiny on that. We live in the state of Texas. And if you want to have an abortion here, you might as well just go out of state. Yeah. Uh, because by the time you find out you're pregnant, you're already too late. <coughs> but, uh, you know, and, and, I'm, and, and, and I know that might be offensive to some people, but you know what? Uh, God loves children, and he loves you, by the way. Yes. And, uh, but he will not tolerate from me or you or anyone else shedding innocent blood. Yeah. And you see, that, that's, a, that's one thing that just kind of stood out at me. Hands that shed innocent blood. And that's an abomination. We're tying these together. You're seeing the verses tie together as for what God considers an abomination. So let me tell you a few things. Let me throw a few couple of things out at you. Uh, JP sent me a video, or I think maybe put it on Facebook. I don't know. I, I saw the video the other day. And it talks about your 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 Taylor Swift, okay, uh, uh, talking about uh, the when when whenever the Roe versus Wade was uh, turned over, uh, Roe versus Wade, and then uh, she was against that. And she's oh, you know, about women's rights and blah 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 blah. Taylor Swift uh, uh, supports shedding innocent blood. 
So you're out there buying her records and making sure that she's rich and lives in luxury while she supports shedding innocent blood. I think another one on there was one of those actresses that started The Princess Diaries. I don't know what her name was. Um, it'll come to me. But anyway, Hollywood supports shedding innocent blood. Starbucks, I'm going to call them out. Uh, they support shedding innocent blood. They will pay for the employee. employee that wants to fly over and get an abortion. They will pay for their way so they can get an abortion. And we're over there spending god-awful amounts of money every week and chugging their coffee. You know, and you know, and I know some of these people on, on like Fox News. They go, oh, I don't support boycotting. Well, where do you think that that money is going? Where do you think that your money is going? Actually, with Starbucks, uh, I, I forget when it was. Is when they decided to uh, support. Uh, well, basically, they were the LGBT. The L yeah, yeah, the LGBT, mm -hmm. whatever it's called. I can't even think of it now. <laughs> Too tired. And, yeah, <laughs> the homosexual community. All right, and and they were advocating same-sex marriage. And we're talking this over a decade ago. Yes. And uh, and their their CEO got up and said, "Well, you know what? If you don't like our stance on this, you don't have to come and drink our coffee." And I said, "Sir, you know, once you made that public, and you wanted yeah. to be an activist on it." Uh, I will not be drinking your mm -hmm. coffee. I no. used to like to go to Starbucks, but I've been, I hadn't, I'd been going for what the last decade here. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, 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 but this doesn't surprise me that they do that because this this is a general slope of, 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 of basically people who turn away from God. Yes, and we see that in our country right now. People have riots. Over, we want to kill babies. They have riots over. They wanted to have same-sex marriage. They have riots over. You know, we want to be transsexual and all this other kind of thing. And uh, and if you don't affirm it and you don't celebrate, you don't celebrate it, then that's just too bad. Yeah. And uh, so, okay. So the thing is, is that what we're doing is trying to tie in. That is hands that shed innocent blood. So okay. So that's Moloch. These, these nations are around them, and when they went into Canaan, they utterly wiped the land clean from them. And we'll get into that in just a little bit. Let's, let's, uh, let's move along here so we can go through 18 today. Uh, verse 22 says, You shall not lie with a male as with a woman. It is an abomination. Now, let me, first of all, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw something out there. I'm going to give it to you, Pastor. But I want you to understand, we had a couple of lesbian theologians uh, back a month or two, a couple of months or whatever ago, that were trying to tell everybody that this meant that a man should not be with a child. In other words, this was pedophilia, and it had nothing to do with homosexual men having uh, relations. And... Um, and they were twisting the scripture here. So we will go back in the Hebrew. And it is, this specifically talks gender. A male shall not lie with a male as with a female. Okay? It can't be any more clearer than that. It doesn't matter if that's a child or a, a grown man or a 90-year-old dude. It says no, it's toiba, it's abomination, period. And here, go and ahead. Well, Leviticus 20, uh, 
we'll, we'll eventually get to this too, but but just to give a little more clarity to it, verse 13, because really Leviticus 21 just basically amplifies even more the prohibitions against sexual sin and some of the other things that are spoken of. Yeah. But here it says, if there is a man, now if I was reading this out of the uh, Septuagint, I would say if there is an arson. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so if there's an arson, if he lies with an arson, and that's how it is. It's that's the, the same thing. With the male. It's the same thing. It's, it's about gender. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, people want to talk about gender. Well, here's something that we can talk about. Uh, <laughs> a man who lies with a, 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 a male. In other words, a man. Uh, as those who lie with a woman, both of them committed a detestable act. In other words, they toyed off. And, uh, and we'll get to this later. They shall surely be put to death. Notice their blood guiltness is upon them. Yeah. And uh, God was pretty clear. And, you know, when we talk about the law of Moses, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, they think of God as being kind of a, kind of a, you know, like he had multiple personalities. Like he's real mean in the Old Testament. He's mm -hmm. real nice in the New. Now that's not the truth. That's not the truth at all. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is a God that does not change. And Paul, looking at the law, said the law is good yes. and the law is holy. Yes. And it was the law that he based his uh, vice list of uh, prohibitions on. Mm -hmm. It was the law that that gave him the uh, the gospel presentation of, of discipleship as well. And, uh, and that's what it's for. We don't get saved because we keep the law or because we're good. Yeah. We are saved because we put our faith in Christ. But what he expects from us is believing loyalty. Yes. And, and so we don't, we don't sanctify that which he said is unholy. That's correct. Yep. And that's what we do not. We do not. So, okay. And we're, we're going to get into this. I think as, like Pastor said in 20, I think it kind of goes uh, a little bit more deep into it. But basically, that that is talk, talking about homosexuality, lesbianism, that type of situation. Lesbianism is mentioned in Romans chapter one. We'll get to that later in our, our discourse. Okay, uh, verse twenty three. Nor shall you. Now this is NKJV. Nor shall you mate with any animal to defile yourself with it. Nor shall any woman stand before an animal. To mate with it. It is perversion. Once again, that is the word toy bob. And, uh, and uh, yeah, the New American says you shall not have intercourse with any animal to be defiled with it, nor shall any woman stand before an animal uh, to mate with it. It is perversion. You know, the sad thing about it is, is a lot of times we don't think of bestiality as being something that people do. Uh, I know people who have participated in this kind of oh, sin. Uh, I've, uh, it, it's, it's odd. It's wrong. Fortunately, all those people realized it was wrong and stopped it. Yeah. You know, we, we, we see it all. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, these yeah. are normally things that we don't talk about, uh, at least not bestiality. What I find interesting, though, and this is, you know, going back to the homosexual uh, prohibition here, uh, it's amazing how that even in the homosexual community, if you ask them, is it wrong to have sex with animals, generally they'll say yes. And they will, they, they will make excuses for their homosexual behavior based on a miscategorization of how we apply scripture. Yeah. In other words, they'll apply a different standard 
to what it says about well, homosexuality. You don't want to but take, they you take out the parts. I mean, if that that, that part, some you know, you can say it. Oh, the animals, not enough. But if it says something about homosexuality, what you're what you're involved in, you want to you want to find a way for it not to condemn what you're doing. Yeah, and, and the general idea of how they do it. Well, that was just a law. And it doesn't apply to us. Yeah. Well, it, so it applies to someone that has sex with animals. Mm. Is that it, it applies there? Wow, that's nice. Uh, what about having sex with kids? What about incest? Yeah. Because obviously that's part of that. Okay, so that's ethical. We shouldn't do that. You see, you can't have it both ways. No. I believe yeah. it all yeah. applies. Yeah. And, I, and I believe everything that we looked at with incest or Moloch or, or the homosexual stuff or the bestiality, mm -hmm. these things are toy by behavior. We don't do these things. They, you're not, you weren't supposed to do them then, and you're not supposed to do them now. now. No, absolutely not. And, um, yeah, you know, it's perversion. I mean, um, okay, and with the advent, you know, the thing is, with the advent of um, uh, you know, pornography on the Internet and stuff like this, you would be, well, I haven't seen it, but from what I hear, we'd probably be amazed at what's on there. I do know that when my uh, my wife was working at a, uh, this was years ago, she was working at a company uh, uh, in, in Austin. She was there, and she had some sicko uh, guy working there with her. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm blunt about it, because they're sick. Anyway, um, anyway, what he thought it would be funny to send her a picture of a horse, if you know, in, in that way. And she, she reported them good, you know. And the thing is, today, that wouldn't be tolerated in the workplace. If they got a hold of that, that dude, was, uh, according to their rules, would be fired. Back during that time, they were passing that stuff around. And I'm going to tell you what. If you get into that stuff, you are a pervert. Yeah, well, that, that, you know, that's, there really is no other way to say that. I mean, that is perverse in behavior. Uh, it is... Uh, it is unclean. Uh, we have enough. We could go to all types of uh, teaching in the New Testament that deal with uh, anything that's a sexual deviant behavior. Uh, terms are used. You know, acelia, one of them. Uh, that's uh, that has such a broad application okay. uh, on sexual sin, and, and I, it, they're they're. There are no gray areas in this. And one of the things I'd like to, uh, before we, well, you know, let's, let's move on. I'll, I'll say we'll what get I get into this. I mean, this, let's, this, let's work this, our way this the next text. chunk is really, yes. is, is really good, and we need to read it. Let me just get it down here. And I think it's going to start at verse 24. 24. Do not defile yourselves with any of these things. Uh, the let's, ones that, yeah, let's just stop there. What, what, what things are we talking about? Incest. I mean, you don't have sex with your relatives. You don't have sex with kids if you're an adult. We don't do these things. If you're kids, you don't have sex with your relatives. Okay? No. You know, we, we don't do these kind of things. We don't offer our children to Moloch. We don't, we don't take when we get pregnant and go kill our baby. We don't do these kind of things. No. We do not get involved in homosexual behavior in any sort or kind, any place, no, no matter where it happens. Mm -hmm. We do not have sex with animals. No. It is sinful. 
we don't defile our we don't defile ourselves with the any of these things. things. Period. Yes. So and then it says, for by all of these these talking about this, the nations are defiled. They were again. Don't do what they're doing. Don't do what they're doing. He's very clear that the nations were doing these things, which I am casting out before you. For the land is defiled, Pastor. And he says, therefore I visit the punishment of its iniquity upon it. And the land vomits out. This is vomits out its inhabitants. And, and just so that we understand what we're talking about, when it said it visits, uh, a better translation, I have brought its punishment upon you. Yes. In other words, God's saying, I did it. I That's the judgment, judgment of God. This, this judgment of God is not like Romans 1 where he's just giving people up, mm -hmm. to, to turning them over to a reprobate mind. No, God says, I'm judging. I'm actively in the yes. land. Is, it's going to vomit you out. I'm, I'm casting you out of this land. And that's these nations that were, whether in Egypt or it was in uh, in, in Canaan. Yes. Uh, you know, and by the way, they were still in the land. But God's saying, when you go in there, I'm, I'm vomiting them out. Yes. And I'm yeah. going to tell, tell you, you know, and you look back at Sodom <laughs> itself. And Sodom in Genesis, when God rained fire and brimstone down from heaven, he exterminated them. I mean, he cleaned it out with fire. And Pastor, you remember we were talking a few weeks ago or whatever that was about when we were looking at, um, oh, it was in, in Greece, it was, what was it, Thyatira or if it was um, Ephesus, Ephesus. Yeah. And how that the archaeologists would no, find... No, it smart. It, uh, it's, um, which one was that? It wasn't Smyrna. It was, uh, wow, Sardis. Sardis. Yeah, Sardis. They would go in there and they find all this evidence of ash. Which means, and then they basically come back, they say, listen, this place was destroyed suddenly and fire, I mean, with fire. They, it burned them to the ground. Yeah, it, it's amazing. You know, God is serious. Um, you know, I, I made mention of this. I'm going to make mention of it again. You do not start out with God is love. You start out with God is holy. Yes, he is holy, and, and he is perfectly holy. Mm -hmm. Out of his holiness, that perfection comes his love, comes his mercy, his wrath, his judgment, uh, and, and so you know God is uh, is holy. I, what what does the Bible say about the holiness of God? Uh, God is a consuming fire. That he is. is. Mm -hmm. That is, I, I believe, uh, I believe that's Romans uh, chapter twelve. Our God is a consuming fire. Uh, yeah. It's either that or Hebrews twelve, but I believe it's Romans, and uh, and that was in relation to to you know living the way you want to. So God's he's he's driving these uh, these nations out. He's vomiting them out. And, and and what is the connection? Do not defile yourself, mm -hmm. because he's fixing to say later. As well as we move on, at verse twenty. Uh, he says, for as for you, you are to keep my statutes and my judgments and shall not do any of these abominations. In other words, the ones we just mentioned, everything from incest to bestiality. Yep. Uh, and uh, neither uh, the native, notice this, or the alien who's okay. among you. 
Yeah, and I, I want to bring it what it out says in NKJV, and I'm gonna. This is something I think that we need to kind of pull out. It shall you okay? That's verse twenty-six. It says either any of your own nation, your people, yeah, or any stranger who dwells among you. Yeah. So what that is now, Pastor, think about this. That is having an association. Yes. With someone who is committing these sins. Yeah. So basically, if you're in Israel proper, um, from the time that they, you know, Joshua, when they come in, uh, all the way through until the captivity, well, it actually applies even after that. But, but the point of it is, it doesn't matter whether you're Jewish or you are an alien. Now, you, you came to Israel proper to live. Yes, yes. You are held accountable for these things, and no one is to remain in that land that will not do it. In other words, the same punishment that would be upon the Israel would be upon the stranger if they violate this. Why do you think God got Lot, or before went to Adam, and the, but why did God pull Lot out of out of sight. He's the only, you know, I, I've thought about that many times, and the only conclusion that I can come to, he did it for Abraham's sake. He did it for Abraham's sake, but he took him out of what he was going to destroy. He didn't leave him there and say, well, I'll fire them up around you, and then you'll just be there. Yeah, he didn't get to live in Sodom, and it didn't affect him. No. He had to get out. And, and that's going to come into a... Uh, passage we've already mentioned and I, and I think there's an application there is that God's called us out of that. He didn't call us in other words God didn't call you to go to a beer joint and so you could find out how much faith you have so you could be holy mm -hmm. or go to some kind of a, a, a strip club or, or what, yeah. all these, I've never been to any of these places but no. I've had people tell me about them and that they quit doing it and and, and I, I don't know. We don't do these things. We don't. We don't go these places. Yeah. Well, another way okay. to say it. I, 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 I used a, a pretty, pretty extreme example. But the fact of the matter is that you're a Christian and his wife or a man and his wife do not go and sit there in the middle of an orgy while everybody around them, they're not doing it. They're not doing it. I, I'm not doing it. But everybody around you is doing it. You don't do that. And that, that's a pretty graphic and kind of a whoa example. But we got to shake some people. I'm sorry. Some people have got to get it into their minds. You cannot sit there and not, you don't think that you're not, you're going to be affected by being around them. Of course you are. And why, why in the world, well, another way to say it, what is a, what does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? I mean, why in the world would you want to go to a beer joint or a sit at a bar? I mean, you say, well, I'm not drinking and I'm not doing this. What is attractive to you about that that's making you want to be there in that atmosphere anyway? I mean, is the Holy Ghost jumping up and down and saying, yeah, yeah? I don't, inside of your spirit, I really don't think so. You know, the one thing I do know is the, the, the dude that went in and shot that place up in Orlando a few years ago. Yeah. And that was a gay bar. And, and, and like I said, I'm not, I feel sorry for him. Nobody should kill no, anybody. I'm not advocating not. that at all, okay? But the one thing I do know 
is that there is no believer that was led by the Holy Spirit that died there. You know why? Because what does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? If there was someone calling themselves a Christian and they were there, yeah. then and they got killed, then they suffered the consequences of not coming out from among them and being separate. If you don't go to these places, then you don't have to worry about that. No, no. I mean, you could. I'm not saying that something couldn't happen to you in church or somewhere else because we've seen that. But the one thing I know, I know for sure, is that I'm never going to die in a gay nightclub. Absolutely. You know why? Because I'm never going to be there. <laughs> yeah. Unless I'm preaching the gospel. Yeah. And, and I get kicked yeah. out immediately. Okay. So, you know, and the thing is, is Pastor, I mean, uh, nine times out of ten, those folks that are sitting in the middle of that are not preaching the gospel. No, they're not. They're not. And and the thing is, is that I, earlier on the report, I said something to the effect of having that Christians having a partnership with the world. Right. You know, another way, someone said, well, we, we have to... We have to love people. Yeah, we have to love yes. people. And that's why we call people to repentance. We tell them that God does love you. He demonstrated his love to you. That he sent his son to die for your sins. And, and if you'll put your faith in Christ Jesus, you'll repent of your sins. Then God will save you. That's my message. It's a message of reconciliation to the yes. world. It's not affirmation or celebration of your sin. It is calling you to repentance. You know, and you know, yeah. and when you do that, yes. it, you know, some people will repent, and then there will be people that get upset about it. I, yeah. you know, it, you know, just, I've looked at people and say, "Look, you need to repent." Yeah, I said, "I love you, but you're in sin, and you need to repent. And if you don't, it's going to get worse from here." Let, let me give you uh, an example of of Lot's family, and just I just I don't want to take much time with this, but. Lot had his family. Now, from what I understand, in, in Sodom, when the angels came and said, get out, right? You had Lot, you had his wife. You had both of his daughters. Yes. And their, her, their husbands. Her, no, they didn't come out with them. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. But they were in Sodom. Yes. Yeah, all of them. And the, they're, they're all there living as a happy fa a family in homosexual central. Okay? And I got it. Anyway, but here, I want you to listen to what happened to some of these people. The angel came in, get out. But first of all, Lot, why you would even throw your daughters in front of these homosexuals to, for, to satisfy them instead of these angels, I, uh, don't even get me started on that. They left. They pulled them out. First of all, the two husbands of these daughters did not want to go out. Why? Because they lived in there, they they uh, they basically were turned by being in there. Yeah, and they died. And they died with it, yes. Then, on the way out, you have uh, Lot's wife. She's walking, but then the Bible says she turned back and looked. Probably reminiscent or whatever. She was tied to Sodom. She turned into a pillar of yeah, salt. Her, she might have left the physicality of Sodom, but her heart did not. Her heart did not. So you think that you can sit in the middle of all of this going around without it having an effect on you. You are deceived. That's the best way I can put it. I'm not trying to be mean. 
But the people, you're deceived. It will pull you in. You know, the thing is that we say, well, you know, I'm going to go ahead and get together with a non-believer. I'll turn them to Jesus. That does not happen. That does not. <laughs> you're a pastor. You can tell that me. does not happen. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. You know, I, and by the way, I've never seen a woman, I've never seen a man that wouldn't come to church because, you know, they said, well, I can come on Sunday but I can't come on Wednesday or I can't come on a Sunday night because my husband or my wife won't let me and all like that. I have never seen any one of them ever leave their spouse to the Lord. To this no. day, I've never seen any of those people come to Christ. Mm -hmm. They might have survived it, but, and but then what happens normally with their children is they grow up and most of them don't live for God either. And that's sad. Yeah. Yeah, don't be, what does a believer have in common with a with unbeliever? An and I, I know I'm going back to 2 Corinthians 6. That's fine. But I mean, that, that is, it is so simple. You know, uh, our, our, our obligation to people who do not know God is clear in Scripture. We are to live the godly lives that God wants us to. And when we have an opportunity to talk to them and give an answer for why we have peace and joy in our life and why we can live consistently for God, our answer is, is Jesus Christ that yes. forgave me and he'll forgive you yes. and I'm calling you to repentance. Yes. That is the message. Well, even God said, he says, those who love their children, will, isn't there, there's, if you love your children, you'll discipline them? Yes. There's something, yeah, there's yeah. About yeah, they, yeah. It's just if you love people, you're going to warn them of impending judgment. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I spoke about here recently was on the issue of uh, Hebrews six, and talks about the elementary principles of, of Christ, and one of them is eternal judgment, and uh, and, and that's a foundational uh, 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 teaching that needs to be in every believer. And that there is a judgment day coming. And uh, and if we honestly love people and we see them going in a way that is going to bring eternal judgment mm -hmm. in a way that we don't want them to experience it, and what I mean is go to hell. Yeah. It, it says if you practice certain things, you won't inherit the kingdom of God. Well, if you're not going to inherit that, you're certainly not going to inherit the kingdom of heaven. No. Uh, you know, you're gonna, it's, it's just not going to happen. And, uh, and, and if we don't warn them, can we honestly say we love them? I mean, I, I, mean, I, I you know, if, we, if we don't, I can't think you can say that you love them. Yeah, and uh, yeah. but anyway, getting back to this, this ideal of uh, of the land and, and yeah. abominating them out. Twenty seven. It says, for all these abominations the men of the land have done, who were before you. And look at this, Pastor. It says, and thus the land is defiled. So they were doing all this whatever. And the land is defiled, lest the land vomit you out also when you defile it, as it vomited out the nations that were before you. For whoever commits any of these abominations, the persons who commit them shall be cut off among their people. Now, um, there's a couple of things that come out to me here. Our actions defile the land that we're living in. Can we say that rapid homosexuality, um, abortion, um, transgenderism, sexual immorality, um, and doing this to, to, to all 
Please, kids, all of this stuff here that we are seeing in the land of America, and in America, is not defiling the land below us. Yes, I, I, I well, like I said, uh, I don't even watch the news, and it is grieving to me. You can't escape it. No. What's happening uh, in our country and what is going on. Uh, and, and I'm not talking just about politics. I'm, no. I'm talking about just the rampant immorality, the uh, the issue in church where it, more and more uh, churches not only are affirming same-sex marriage as being holy, but now we're finding out that transsexuals uh, are, are, are actually coming to churches and being celebrated. Uh, we had a Bush commercial, uh, a Bush yeah. beer. I don't drink beer, but, but, the, but the point of it is I saw it on a, on, a, on a Facebook post, and I thought it was a woman at first. I didn't realize it was a man. And anyway, and, and I, it's Dylan somebody. Yeah. And, uh, and I don't know who came up with that marketing strategy for beer drinkers. <laughs> They've had a little blowback on that yeah, one. But I, they have this transsexual face on the beer and, and uh, beer cans. And, and, you know, I was in Walmart today, had to pick up some things, and, I saw, and, and all of a sudden I saw the Bush beer in the middle of the aisle, and I mean, I had to look at it just to see if that man's face was on there. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell. Celebrating 365 years, okay, yes, I do listen to the news. Yeah. 365 days of womanhood for this transvestite that changed their body. Now, they're celebrating that. Now, the blowback is that you got a bunch of country western stars <laughs> and stuff like that that have dropped them as their sponsors, man. And I hope I hope it spreads, because frankly that stuff has no. Well, anyway, beer. Well, I can't boycott Bush beer because I don't drink it anyway. So <laughs> anyway, but I would call upon you if you're a beer drinker, you might want to switch brands. Well, you may even think about vomiting that if you're drinking that thing. Anyway, uh, okay. So the land vomits you out. The land is defiled. You you defile the land below you. America is getting ready to puke. I think that, I, I'm sorry, I'll stop. Anyway, and as it vomited out the nations that were before you, for whoever commits these abominations, the person who commits them shall be cut off among their people. Uh, Pastor, God got rid of them. Yes, I mean, you know, this seems, if it seems extreme to you, um, that is the holiness of God. He will not tolerate this kind of behavior. No. And let me just say this to all the people that, that, that watch this. If you are living in an open homosexual relationship and you have been told that it's okay and that God's good with it and that it only applied to idolatry and it doesn't apply to you, I want to tell you, you've been lied to. Yeah. And I'm calling you to repent. Yes. And I'm calling you to give your life to Jesus and to stop this behavior, God will help you. He will uh, He will forgive you, but you have to come out from among this and be separate because that's that's what God says. He said, come out from among them. And he, he, here's the thing, and, okay, uh, there's just one little passage here left, but we'll, we'll get that in a second. Now, Christians, you say, well, I don't know how to deal with it. I don't know how to um, react to this. 
I, I'm just going to say this. I'm not, I, 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 I don't, don't, you know, I'm just going to say this. You see people on your Facebook posts. Well, I have friends that are homosexual. Seriously? Are you trying to lead them to Christ? If you're not, you should not be playing footsie with individuals that are committing sin. Would you, that dude that just that committed pedophilia, would you be their friend? Would you like their post? Yeah, would you like to, would you thumbs up their post? A little hard. Would you heart them? Yeah, you know, I mean, I, well, let's just put it this way. I don't know what Facebook policies are. I've complained about things that were oh, very so, oh, suggested. So I'm going to assume that, that this popped up on Facebook. They they would not block it. Uh, they may do the pedophilia, but, but as far as if, if someone shows up with their German Shepherd and they say how much they love it and that they married it and, and did all that kind of stuff and posted all these videos on their honeymoon with their German Shepherd laying in the bed with them and, and just under the covers and they're just smiling and all like that. What are you going to celebrate that? you going to put a heart on it? you going to like it? Are you going to say, wow, isn't that amazing? You know, I, you know, I guarantee you that everybody that's doing this about same-sex marriage would probably say no. And, and once again, this is the problem. This is the slippery slope. When we apply a different standard uh, to same-sex marriage mm -hmm. and we apply a different standard to it, that we would never apply to bestiality or incest or offering your children up to Molech. And I'm talking to Christians now. Yeah. I mean, you would never heart that thing. You would never like no. that thing. You would never bless or affirm no. or celebrate. Yeah. But on, on the other hand, we're going to do that with two girls that might get married, two boys that might get married, and somehow or another we can still have... Christmas together, we can still bring them around all these other children that we say we don't believe in this. We don't, we, you know what, friend, you are a hypocrite. That's right. And I'm calling you to repent. Yes. Because your only obligation to someone in this kind of sinful behavior is to say, I love you. I'm calling you to repentance. Yes. And that is our love that we show. Our love is not that we go out for Sunday dinner with two lesbians or two gay men. We That's not how we show love. No. And it doesn't matter whether they say they're Christian or not. This is toy ball behavior. This is the things that God said the land spewed these people out, vomited yes. them out. <clears throat> I, I, I just don't understand. I, the thing is, is that years and years ago, Things that are going on today, individuals doing this type of things or trans, transgender or what have you, they would they, we would consider them as having some mental deficiency. They would be well. I still think they do. Yes, but we are. You know, would would you? Are, are we going to start having movements for people that are, um, uh, you know, schizophrenic? Or, or anything. If you see somebody that's sick, you try to help them. Right. But here the thing is, is that we are keeping them in their sickness and not helping them. Now, I'm probably going to get some blowback on this one. 
But <clears throat> the thing here is, is this. God calls us to, 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 bring, to tell them to come to repentance. Now, and I'm going to read a verse here. Um, I want to get that last piece minute, but I'm going to read this. It's out of Matthew chapter 10. And this is Jesus himself saying this. You say, well, what do I do if a family member or a friend is a homosexual? Or what like this? That we had already talked about separating, unless you're going to bring the gospel to them, not having fellowship with them. Now here is this. Jesus said this. Now this was, he was talking about following him. And when he came, he said it, he said this, I want to read this to you. Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. By the way, that's Matthew 10. Matthew 10, 34. 34. I want you to follow along, write it down. Matthew 10, 34. Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to, pe to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies will be the members of his own house. Now, I want to continue this. Anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter or granddaughter or what more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it. Whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. That closes well, that piece out. Well, oh, think about this for a second. And it hit me when you were reading that. Whoever loves his father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Mm -hmm. Jesus. That would be God the Son who gave the Ten Commandments to Moses on honor your father and mother. Yes. Said that. Yes. Now think about that. In other words, if you honor your father and mother above obeying me, you are sinning against God. There is no other way to say that. There is no other way to look at that. I, you know, I would, I would, and like I said, I, I, I'm not speaking down to people. This is just my experience. Mm -hmm. I've had almost 40 years of pastoring. I've seen just about everything that you can possibly see. Very little surprises me anymore, but I do get it occasionally. All right. Some of your stories. <laughs> These gay theologians have, this is amazing. All right. But <laughs> I never thought I'd see that day. But, uh, but you know, the, the, the point what I'm trying to say is that, you know, you're, you're going to have to make some stands in this life. You're going to have to be able to deal with stuff. And I have seen some of the most bizarre things. I've had to literally cut relationships off yeah. uh, because they were toxic, because I did call people to repentance. And, uh, and I, I can promise you, that uh, you will not always be well received following Christ. No. And sometimes it won't even be what you say. It's just what you don't say. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you, you know, and in our day, I'll put it like this. You see some kind of post by your family celebrating something that God says is sinful. You don't put a like on it. You, you don't put thumbs a up heart. Or you like don't do anything like that. What you're yeah, doing yeah. is you're affirming yes. that behavior. 
You're affirming that sin. So do you affirm sin? That's the question you need to ask yourself. Does and, and a this, Christian affirm this, sin? This is a slippery slope on, you know, because I, to be honest with you, you know, I have some personal family things that, that are bothering me right now, and I'm not going to bring that out, but, but, you know, I've wondered in my own mind, how can a church, because we have an, an Assembly of God church way on the south side of Austin uh, that no longer is Assembly of God church. They, they left the fellowship. Yeah, because they're one but, uh, but they affirm same-sex marriage. And yeah. I'm thinking, how in the world, how do you get from a biblical worldview and you get there? And I thought, well, what, what's going on here? You know, I mean, because you don't just wake up one day and say, "Hey, I think it's okay to be gay." I mean, I, I mean, th there's there's a there's a process, yeah. and I think I have a little understanding on how it happens, mm -hmm. and uh, and and it's just that we begin to celebrate and affirm and fellowship because maybe we have a family member that's involved in homosexuality yeah. and it gets close to us and, and we do love people and we, we, we want to be a part of their lives and yet we see what God says we understand the constraints of scripture and we ha and, and this is my best advice to you you've got to come down to a fact are you going to follow Jesus are you going to believe what he said there in Matthew 10 or are you going to follow what you want are you going to lose your life for his sake and gain it or are you going to do whatever you want to do and lose it? And, and I don't say that to be mean. No. And it's not this, easy. This, this Christian that. life will have you drawing lines that are not comfortable. Very uncomfortable. And, and, uh, it, but you see, the thing here is that are you going to take a stand? Yeah. You know, uh, who was that? Was it, uh, was it Elijah? He went, he was the prophets of Baal up there. He says, who, who or, Yeah, Elijah. Uh, uh, what's that say? Or who, that, I think that was even God talking to Joshua. I've seen it a couple of times. He says, choose you, or maybe well, Joshua, Joshua says, was, said this. He's the one choose you this day whom you will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Notice he put his house in there. And, and let me tell you something. We need to have our house in order. Yeah, we need to we need to do that. Uh, you know, so uh, I mean, I have a certain standard in my house. I've always had it in my house. I've had relatives that have lived with me over the years mm -hmm. uh, that don't. Thank God, not now. <laughs> but you know, I, I had some of them, and, and, and I mean, I've, I've talked to people in their thirties mm -hmm. and and looked at them and say, "Hey, look, I just need you to understand. You're 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 hard on your luck. I get it. We got an extra room." We'll put you and your kids, and we'll figure it out. Yeah. But this is the deal. We serve God in this house. Yes. And if you're going to live in this house, you're going to go to church. And uh, and I need you to know that up front. And if you're yeah. not going to, that's your right. You can do whatever you want to do, but you'll have to live somewhere else. Yeah. So we have an understanding, right? Mm -hmm. And you know what? Every one of those relatives that ever lived with me, they weren't going to church before. They all went to church the whole entire time they were there. Yeah. As soon as they moved out of my house, you know, they just went their own way. That's all right. But in my house, we're going to serve God. Yes. And and we're gonna we're gonna live for Him. And to me, we're perfect. I, no. I, I, maybe we need to step back here just for a second. We're not talking about perfection. No. Okay. Because there ain't no one in 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 this studio right now. There's no one at home watching this or wherever you're. There ain't nobody perfect. 
No. We all do things that are wrong mm -hmm. and have to come to God. And we do, all of us have something we're struggling with. That's yeah. not, we're not talking about that. Absolutely. What we're talking about is blatant rebellion against God. Taking things that God said was toy bomb and saying, I'm going to do it anyway. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. And that's what the land spewed those Canaanites out of. And vomited them out, and the Egyptians, and that's why God vomited, or I should say, the land vomited all of Israel and then Judah later. Uh, when we talk about okay, but let, let me read this last. I'm gonna I'm gonna close out 18 here. It says, "Therefore, you shall keep my ordinance, so that you do not commit any of these abominable abominable customs which were committed before you." And that you do not defile yourselves by them. I am the Lord your God. You know, when he says, I am the Lord your God, I am your authority. If you're going to follow me, you're not going to do this. Yeah. In, and, uh, yeah. And, and notice the term there. And uh, we're, we're not trying to do a biblical lesson today, but this is a simple one. Uh, in the Hebrew, I am Yahweh, your Elohim. And uh, and we see that we had other other so-called gods called Elohim with a little e. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. And uh, that's just the Hebrew term for God. And uh, in other words, he's saying to to Israel, he's saying to everyone who follows him today, I'm Yahweh, I'm your Elohim, mm -hmm. and I am above all other gods. Yes. And that's what God's saying, and that's God's word to us. And and one of the things we, we'll repeat again: if God judge. Gentile nations for these things, and they're applicable to you as a believer today, and they're applicable to anyone who's not a believer today. That's right. That's right. And the, th the thing is, when it comes to the land, defiling the land, the land vomits you out. The question in my mind, well, how did the vo land vomit out those people? Well, first of all, he sent somebody to whack them. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah, the good fellow. Anyway, no, I'm kidding. But the thing is, he sent the, the children of Israel to wipe them out. So, in one instance, he could send another country, another army, or something to wipe your country out. Now, if you know what's going on, if you keep, I do, I keep, I watch news and kind of keep up with it. But the thing here is, we got nations that are laughing at us right now. We have China. We have Russia. We have Iran over there uh, uh, with an itchy trigger finger. Now the thing here is, is that this is where it comes from, folks. If you don't understand why Christians they talk about this, this is where it comes from. God will not put up with it. God will not, well, what's that word? It was in uh, uh, 6 of Genesis. God will not strive with man. Always strive with him. And the fact of the matter is, you commit this, you defile the land, the land will spew you out. Yeah, when the, when the cup of iniquity is full, mm. then he will pour it out. Yes. And, and, and I don't know where we are in, in the United States. I have no idea. I realize there are people who watch this in other countries, and you would have to look at your country as well. Yeah. I don't know where the United States is on the cup of iniquity, but I could, 
I seriously doubt that we're very far from it being full. Yeah. I think everything that we've suffered so far is what we would call the abandonment judgment of God. That's Romans chapter 1, <clears throat> the wrath of God. We we exchange the truth of God for a lie. He gives us up to uncleanness. He, yes. We exchange, you know, in other words, there's three there's three exchanges and three giving that God gives us up on. Mm-hmm. And, and what that is is God says, I'll just let you do whatever you want to do. I'm going to take my hands off of it, my blessing off of you, and you can just have it. That's what we're having. I believe that's what's happening. That, that, that's right. why so much evil is is, is riding rampant in our. And by nation. the way, the two forms of homosexuality in Romans one mm-hmm. twenty six and twenty seven is lesbianism and also just men homosexuality. Homosexuality. And, uh, yeah. and by the way, that's the only place where that kind of women with women are ever mentioned, yeah. other than with an animal. But um, so so what, what? Those were symptoms of the abandonment judgment of God. Yes. We're there. We've been there for a while. Yep. But once we went into the transsexual stuff, and and only God knows how far it's going to go. Yeah. Um, you know, we cannot be far from what I call the cup of iniquity. That's not the abandonment judgment of God then. That's something different. That's like Babylon coming into Judah. Well, you got people thinking they're animals. Yeah. Too, yeah. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah, so, so so you know we're we're, we're not close. too far from that, and that's why we're we're doing these videos. Yeah. you know, share these with your friends. Yes, uh, tell people about them, and uh, and you know, and if you know Christians that are making compromises in mind, call them to repentance. Do yeah, you? they need to turn around. They you've got to know. Basically, well, we don't know how to deal with this. Well, here, this is how you deal with it. Yes. And uh, that, that's why uh, we bring these to you. That's why we come out and we talk about these things. All right. It's, I think we're at time tonight. But, um, Pastor, I think um, <clears throat> th- th- this is good stuff. <clears throat> Sorry. And, and uh, teaching. And we're going to continue next week with the next part of this going into 19. And th- this holiness code is really important for you to understand and then how it ties into the New Testament and how that affects us in our lives. So, um, alrighty. So let's let's. I guess can we pray as, as we close uh, tonight? And, sure. Um, yeah. Let's Heavenly Father, we come to you in Jesus' name, and Lord, this for me is a heavy topic because it's affected me personally. But Lord, it affects so many people. Lord, we see such a an attitude in our country. We see even people who claim to know God, and I'm not saying they don't, but Lord, people can be deceived. And that's one of the things you warned us about in Matthew 24. Mm -hmm. First warning, that we would not be deceived. Lord, I'm asking you to open up people's eyes. I'm asking, Lord, for you to uh, just, just help us to understand that these things that we've talked about, whether it's incest, whether it's offering your child to Moloch, whether it's homosexuality or bestiality, any of these things, these are sinful. They're sinful. And God, you will not tolerate it. And you give us an example. And, and, and Lord, there's so much more that we can say about all this, but, but I'm praying, God, that if there's any, anyone who's watching this and they're involved, especially in the same-sex marriage, uh, or maybe someone that's involved in incest, Lord, I, I'm asking, Lord, that you would help them, that you would deliver them, 
I'm praying for them that they would repent and give their life to you. Uh, Lord, I, I'm just asking you to do that for them. Even now, they'd call out to you, God, you'll save them, you'll deliver them. Yeah. Lord, I'm praying for all yeah. the Christians that get confused about these issues. And, uh, and Lord, I don't know how we could be more plain. I know that I can't write the Word of God on anybody's heart. Mm -hmm. Only the Holy Spirit can. Yeah. But I'm asking you to do that right now mm -hmm. because we need you to do that right now. And so, Lord, I pray a blessing on all those who have watched this. We thank you, Lord, that they have tuned in for it. May you bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. All righty. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, continue next week with us. We're going to be going into Leviticus 19 of the Holiness Code. And um, all righty. And if you know somebody else you need to share this with, let them know. Share this out. Um, uh, and uh, it'll be... Uh, you know, we're putting it there on Facebook. We got the live flow, but we're, we're going to go ahead and try to push it out there as well. Um, be with us next week. God bless y'all. Have a wonderful week in the Lord. And uh, God bless y'all. Have a good week now.